What's up, guys, and Merry Christmas. Welcome back to another episode of the Friends Mic'd Up podcast. Today, we just wanted to talk about misconceptions about church and maybe why you or someone you know just doesn't feel interested in going to church and maybe you just think it's not for you. So I hope you guys enjoy. Well, ladies, as you know, I am a hater to my core and I kind of live, laugh, love, dogging on and hating on people, but that's going to be the opposite of what this is about, (laughs) because something that I think would be so fun to talk about is kind of how the world views Christians, or how the world views the church, and how that, how some of those might be accurate, and how those might be wrong, and how they're hurting our walk together, their walk, and how, like, the church is functioning here in America. So, what are some of the things that y'all have heard about, like, why people don't go to church? I think the main reason that people don't go to church is they just think it's not for them. Like, they don't feel like they belong there, they don't feel like they fit in there, and maybe they feel like they're too bad or too broken, which is totally and completely wrong, but I think as Christians, we often portray ourselves as better and less broken than we really are, so then people walk in and they feel like they don't fit in. I think that's true. When you walk into a church, you don't necessarily think, like sad thoughts usually people are kind of upbeat and happy and so it may look that like people's lives are all put together everything's fine that because they go to church their life's perfect but I don't think that's necessarily the case I think church is for the hurting people yeah absolutely I mean like they they whoever they are (laughs) the peoples um talk about how like the church is like like a hospital house for the broken for the weak for the sick and that you come together with like this body of believers to help heal you build you up make you better all those things and while I don't think that it's wrong that I show up on church show up to church on Sunday and everybody whose hand I shake and I say hey how are you and they say good and I say good I don't think that's wrong Mm -mm. but I've gotten to a point in my church where like I know people people know me and when I am struggling I can say that and so maybe people are just not giving church like an honest try because everywhere that I look in church like I'm seeing the broken people and I didn't see that seven months ago when I first started going there. I think the more you know people within church the more you get to see like the in the inner workings of how everything is because if you just go to church one time of course everyone's going to seem happy. You're not going to know their personal story or what they're going through or maybe they're not as happy as they usually are though they appear to be. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine showing up to church on the first Sunday and I walk up to somebody, shake their hand, how are you? And they trauma dump on me. Like, <laughs> I'm actually so bad. Yeah, thank Thanks you for I, asking. Yeah, I don't know you, but like, well, maybe the Holy Spirit places on them to do that. Like, I don't think that we're saying that we need to be doing that. I think that people aren't giving church the chance that they should be. It's just like anything else. Like, you don't go like, oh, I'm going to try the gym one day you go, <laughs> it doesn't work out the way you're hoping. You're like, oh, I'm done with the gym. That's exactly like how it goes for me. <laughs> okay. Well, gym people, me and my gym bro, when we are going to the gym every morning at 5 a.m., we didn't do that. It might have been that way the first time. But you have to keep going, and you like start to realize like, it, that's not what it's like. And so I guess maybe my advice for people that are like, oh, like I'm too broken, I don't fit in here – keep going like you will find somebody that has a similar story to you that can like build you up or you're gonna be so like plugged into your bible that you're gonna find that in its own like biblical story I also think it goes beyond like bad moods or bad days it's also people think oh I 
I'm a terrible person. I don't belong in church. But if church is for the non-terrible people, then it would be empty. If church was for the non-terrible people, we wouldn't have the New Testament. Like, we have Paul who says that he's the chief of sinners who is, like, killing people for what he thinks is right, come to know God, and still be pretty bold. We have Peter who's cutting off ears. Like, we have all these people in the Bible who are, by worldly standards, terrible people who have done terrible things. And I haven't killed anybody. So, the Bible, ha- the church has to be for me. And even if you have killed people... That's still for you. Yeah, it's still for you. They have churches in prison, too. Oh, yes and amen. You've been. You've been they in prison. They probably don't have podcasts in prison, but... <laughs> they could. <laughs> so, church isn't just for the broken, or for the sad, or for the upset. Like, the church is literally, like, for you. It is for people that think that they are too bad. There is nothing so bad that, like, God didn't die for that. And... I know, like, there will be times that I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I have been blah, 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 bad to the bone. Like, I have messed up too much. And then, normally it's my mom, because my mom loves to call me out. She's like, oh, did Jesus dying on the cross not mean more than you, Kylie? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know, she, and that's exactly what she sounds like, you know? (laughs) I should have used my southern accent, that would have been better. But, that's so true, like... What Jesus did on the cross was so monumentally bigger than what my biggest mistake could ever be. And I mess up really big in my head all the time. <laughs> and God was still, like, what Jesus Jesus did was so much bigger than that. Another thing I think that people say when they are looking at a church and deciding that it's not for them is that it's just a place full of hypocrites. What would you guys say to somebody if they told you that? You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. If the church doesn't have hypocrites in it, then I'm not in it. (laughs) And I know that sounds terrible to say, but it's so true. Again, let's go right back to the gym. Like, we have people going to the gym who are also going to go and eat... How do I know free ads this? They're going to go eat a bucket of chicken, like, afterwards. (laughs) Or they're going to go and... It's almost Christmas. They're going to enjoy Christmas dinner and enjoy the pie. And they're going to skip a leg day. Like, you're not mad at all those gym goers just because they're not living that hashtag gym life every second of the day and that's not as big of a lifestyle as like what christianity is to not have hypocrites in the church would just mean that everyone's perfect like we're gonna live exactly how we say we're gonna live or do exactly what the bible tells us to do but that was only ever accomplished by one person and his name's jesus i was worried who you were gonna say i'm I'm glad you went with the right answer So how would you stir people to like keep going to church even though like there's hypocrites? Because I that is one thing that someone very close to me like says when like asked about why they don't go to church. Well, the church is just full of hypocrites. Well, yeah. So what? I think that has to go to like why do you go to church? Like are you going to church for the other people and for what the other people can do to serve you and how other people can make you feel or are you going One, because God told you to, because you're going to hear from God's word, and because there are the other people who are still hypocrites, you just haven't found out yet, who are (laughs) going to love you the way you need to be loved. Like, that's that's a you problem, not a them problem. If anything, then I can know if the church is full of hypocrites. At least I can fit in a little better there. Because I do stuff that I say I'm not going to do. And I don't do the things I say I'm going to do all the time. Mm-hmm. So, boom. If you think church isn't for you, it is. The end. Podcast <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah. Ting. Bye. Love you guys. 
Do you have to go to church to be a Christian? Do you have to do anything to be a Christian? Uh, yes. Okay, well, what is what is the one thing that you have to do to be a Christian? Get saved. Saved from what? Well, I would love to hope that every single person that's going to hear this episode is saved and knows God and knows all the church lingo, but let's act like they don't. Like, let's act like it's somebody who, like, stumbled upon this episode. Like, we talk about church, but, like, let's let's make this more normalized. Let's Let's really make this, like, for the people. We say be saved, but saved from what? What is what are we being saved from? Who's saving us? I think if you're asking being saved from what, it's technically it's like being saved from going to hell, but to be saved means to like believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yeah. Bingo bongos. That's that's <laughs> it. That is, ladies and gentlemen, all you have to gentlemen. <laughs> is that like a man animal? My bad guys. Ladies yeah, and same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's all you have to do to be a Christian. The the going to church, the reading of your Bible, the singing of the songs, all of that, you don't have to do to be a Christian. So, no, going to church does not make you a Christian. Checking off all those boxes doesn't make you a Christian. Then why should I? Go check out that episode on the importance of church. <laughs> I think it's episode three. <laughs> <laughs> but just to recap, for those of you that don't want to completely listen to the 35 minute episode why are we going to church god calls us to it's a place to have community with believers it's a place to hear the word it's a place to worship god beautifully said but just because you go and you participate doesn't make you a christian that's the point yeah that's that is way more important is we're not trying to repeat the episode that we've already had that why you go to church we don't want anybody to go to church and have a false sense mm-hmm. of their relationship with God. I think so often people think that just because they go to church or they're in the pew every Sunday or they read the Bible every day, that makes them a Christian. That's not necessarily true. Like, there's good people out there who don't believe in God. That doesn't mean that they're going to heaven or that they're exempt from hell. Like, if you do not believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, then... Not to sound like a Debbie Downer, but I'm sorry, that's not good. So another thing I think people believe about the church that just absolutely isn't true is that when you give your time or give your money or whatever, that it's going to come back to you in a form of good things like health and wealth, like a prosperity gospel kind of thing or a Jesus meets karma kind of thing. And that's just not true. Like, Going to church and giving to the church doesn't equal happiness and goodness. Uh, yeah, barf, throw up all over the mics. <laughs> Mike's not hot on that one. <laughs> I think the last two things that were said about going in church makes you saved, makes you a Christian, or that being a Christian brings you good things are the devil's two favorite tools to use. Because... To think you know Jesus when you don't, or I don't want to say no Jesus because the devil knows Jesus and he is, sorry, not going to be in heaven. To think you have a relationship with Jesus and not is truly a tragedy. Mm -hmm. Or to think that Christianity is all about good things coming back to you, another tragedy. And the devil will use that mindset to turn you away from church, to isolate you from other believers, and will really, really hurt you. And that there are books out there, that there are preachers and pastors out there that will say that all day long, that, 
all Christianity does is like supposed to make you feel good and it's supposed to like remind you of God's love like yes Christianity will remind you of God's love but that if that's the only message that you're receiving you're receiving half the message and half the message is you're going to hell I think to say that being a Christian means good things happen to you is not necessarily true like we know in John 16 verse 33 it says I have these I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace but in the world you will have tribulation take our I've overcome the world God has already told us you're going to face tribulation that that verse doesn't say because you know me your life's going to be perfect if your life was going to be perfect because you knew God I would half expect everyone to be a Christian just because that they don't want to go through hard things so if you go to a church and you pull up and they say Good things are going to come to you if you uh, believe in the Lord. Run Run for the hills, y'all. Get the heck out of there. And we're not saying that everything's going to be bad because you're a Christian. That's not true at all. Like, you may experience more persecution. Yeah, that's a word. I mean, like, yeah, trials. You're not necessarily, like, we're not a country that because you're a Christian that you're going to face consequence. Like, your consequence is going to be death. Like, that's not necessarily the truth, but, like, you may not get invited to a Christmas party because people know you're a Christian or people might not want to be friends with you because you live your life in a way that's different from them. And those are technically considered trials or like you're still going to experience death within your family or maybe you lose your job or maybe you live paycheck to paycheck. Those, yes, are bad things, but you're not exempt from them because you're a Christian. But to bring the mood up a little bit, the Bible also does talk about all the goodness that can be found in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And like following him isn't just trials and hard times, but like even in Psalms, it says that surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my Mm -hmm. life. And so maybe the goodness won't be all the time and maybe you won't get goodness because you gave goodness, but things will be good. And just to back to the level ground, up, down, back to the middle. (laughs) While you are going through those trials, you are not going through them alone because it's all over the Old Testament, it's in the New Testament, like, God says, like, I will not leave you nor forsake you, that in the Old Testament, like, he did not leave the Israelites wandering around in the wilderness forever and ever, like, he provided for them, he eventually gave them their promised land. Jesus even tells the disciples after he comes back, after he has risen, and he's like, it's time for me to go again, but don't worry, I'm not leaving you alone, I'm sending you a helper who is better than I. Like, none of us living in, like, today's world are ever alone when we go through those trials. Mm -hmm. Like, and that by itself for me would be enough to want to be a Christian, because kind of been in the pit at one one point or another in my life and without like God's like comforting hand and Holy Spirit like I wouldn't have pulled myself out of the pit wrong I wouldn't have let Jesus pull me out of the pit because I didn't do anything to get out of it I think that's another reason why you should just go to church is because you're going to find that since that group of community and the people who will like help you help pull you through like the tough times in life that's not saying that you're not leaning on God but you're also using his people to help get you there one of the things that I love I just love (laughs) y'all one of the things that I love about our group that I think is just a good example of is a ton of people like to dog on Christians because they're a bunch of do-gooders goody two-shoes they're lame they don't know how how to have a good time and we might not be good examples of a lot of things but having a good time is a good example of us and we do it in like a good safe healthy Mm -hmm. way like 
Would it be fun to smash mailboxes? Maybe. We would. No, we've never done it. <laughs> I think it would be fun. Right? But we're not going to because that's a federal crime. Do not mess with the United States Post Office. But, like, we like to stay in and have, like, board game night. Like, we very much, like, have a good time. Like, I don't, I feel like I've never had to sacrifice an ounce of fun with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have never been asked to put my walk with Christ on the back burner to have fun. Yeah. So what would you say to people that think that that like mm, don't want to be a christian because i can't have fun anymore yeah you're just hanging be out our friends yeah you're hanging out with the wrong people yeah we have a good time yeah i think if we add a new friend to the friend group somebody gets a bingo from that so oh yeah yeah, yeah. on my 2023 bingo card baby <laughs> yeah i think you're just hanging out with the wrong people i think there are boring christians <laughs> out there <laughs> and that doesn't have to do with them being a christian that's not why they're boring i just think maybe they <laughs> Maybe they truly just maybe don't have a personality. And that's... There's cool. somebody for everybody. There's someone for everyone, yes. We aren't for everyone. Not everyone is for You're us. You're darn right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think just finding people who are Christians that have the same common interests as you. Like, I know within our group, like, we all love to play games and have a good laugh. So, like, having a board game night is the perfect thing for us to do. Within our friend group, there are people who... Want to watch Star Wars? Jar Wars. They want to do that together. That's not for me, but that's okay. Like they're still my friends. Me they're and gonna... Allison can sit in the yeah. other room while me they and Michaela watch will go Star do something Wars. while the rest of our friends watch that together, <laughs> and that's okay. But if you like people who maybe don't like board games or don't like to get together a lot, that's okay. Like find your people, but don't say that everyone is the same. And because the church is like. All of the people all together, like, you will find your people. Like, maybe you are the missing link of somebody's whatever friend group. Like, be in a church and find the people that are like you. And like to have fun the same way that you like to have fun. Like, I think I love everybody in my church. I haven't been there a whole year yet, so I don't know. I might, I might, <laughs> find, that, I might find somebody to hate on. But, like, that doesn't mean that I want to hang out with all of them. Mm-hmm. I can love them and appreciate their walk with God and, like, lean on them and confess to them and all the things that, like, being a church member does. But that doesn't mean that I have to be best friends with them. I have my best friends. It's the friends mic'd up girlies. Mm-hmm. And some others. Yeah. Not all Christians are boring. I hate that people say that. Because people... One of my biggest pet peeves <laughs> is when people are, like, say that there's... A church function one night or people can go and hang out with their friends that aren't from church and they're weighing the options of which one will they have more fun at and they always discredit the like church option because oh it's gonna be boring some of my favorite memories and like most fun times are at a church function and i think that's just because like people are so wholesome i don't know like if that's necessarily the word but when i'm around those people i'm truly myself and i feel like they're truly themselves with me and it just causes us to have fun together whereas like at other places I feel like I have to act like I'm someone I'm not. I also think that there's probably something to be said that like the more you become transformed by Jesus like the more your version of fun kind of becomes transformed because back in the day like before I was a mature Christian like I would be more interested in doing crazy things with people who didn't love Jesus very well but like that's just like not even an interest to me anymore. I also hate the notion that people think you have to have alcohol to have fun. And this isn't like an alcohol episode or anything, but like, I think that goes into like the same thing. Like if you're going 
like you don't necessarily associate people who go to church with alcohol. And so like if you think alcohol is going to make me have fun, you're going to go to the place that has alcohol. And I feel like that's just so harmful because most of the time if alcohol is leading you to have a good time, you're not doing it in a responsible way. Absolutely. And I think that says more about you than it does about like the church people. Because if you can't have fun on your own or fun without alcohol, like, you're probably not fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, never have I ever thought, ah, this will make me funner. (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) Stupider, perhaps. Maybe. Who knows? Probably just more annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Not you. Not you. Not you. Ever. I'm just saying that people who think that probably makes them more annoying. Mm, yeah. Not me. Not you. Couldn't be you. Could never be more annoying. <laughs> yeah. You're already reaching the max. Max and capacity. That, and that is going to be the end, not just of this episode, but of the entire podcast. <laughs> Pray. Peace and blessings on the <laughs> Back to hypocrites in the church. <laughs> Y'all thinking I'm annoying. <laughs> Okay, another thing that I think people just have a misconception about church over is that the church just wants money. Well, so does the government. We keep giving it to them. (laughs) Okay, try again. (laughs) I stand by that. (laughs) Do you know who else wants your money? Jabron Jabron Lames. But we keep supporting him. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah, I'm a big supporter of LeBron. Like we give That's so me. we give so much money to athletes and we give so much money to the government and we give so much money to like certain brands and all this stuff. Like, do we think that the church runs on hymns? No, it runs on hers. <laughs> That'll be another episode, ladies. Yeah, next week. Yeah. No, I I do agree with what Kylie said that like the government wants our money. We can't just stop giving it to them. We don't give. We could. We could. We could give because we want to, but we don't give the government our money because we want to. We do it because we have to. And I think when we say the church just wants your money, that's not true. I think 10 out of 10 times, if you don't have any money, the church is still going to say, please come. Like we want you. Right. The church does need our money. Yeah, the church does need our money. Like, if you want your pastor to keep having a job, mm-hmm. it's a good, good idea to pay him a little bit every now and then. But that's not the ultimate goal of the church isn't to be profitable. It's not just a business. Yeah, the church is not It's a ministry. ministry. I mean, the, the first church, the early church, the early church is like, they ran without tithes. Like, the church, the church will continue to survive whether or not you pay your money, but you will find in scripture that God wants everything from you. Mm-hmm. And if that means your money to the church, so be it. So does the church want your money? Yes. Is the church going to survive without it? Yes. Should you love your church enough to give? Yes. But are you going to hell because you don't? No. <laughs> <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> the church is more concerned about um, transforming lives and seeing people in heaven than they are about adding money to their bank account. And honestly, ask your church to see their books. Like, it might be a hassle, but all the churches that I have been a part of, which, you know, they're not, it's not an astronomical amount. I know that there is complete transparency with our funds. And if you're going to a church that's like, mm, we don't want to show you our books, 
concerning. Might, yeah, that might be that might be a bigger issue. But like that's God's money. And if you're going to a church that loves God, they're gonna want to show you like how they're using God's money. Yeah. And I think one of my other also favorite excuses for why people think that like church isn't for me or the misconceptions about it is the I'm too busy excuse. I like to hit him with the well good thing Jesus wasn't too busy for the cross. <laughs> or Mary. Just a little manipulation <laughs> yeah. or something. Mary wasn't too busy. Or I'm too tired to go to church. Glad Jesus wasn't too tired for the cross. <laughs> you know? Me too. Yeah. That man be walking. He got his steps every day. But I like I'm a pretty busy person. Pretty much every single night of the week, like, I have something planned. And that's my own fault for doing too many things. But, I one, I don't go to a church in the city that I live in. Like, I drive 30 minutes. And if if I can show up, you can show up. Like, <laughs> not to compare me to other people or to say that, like, that I'm, like, the bar, the bar that is set. But... You're not too busy to hang out with your friends. You're not too busy to watch the game that's on TV. You're not too busy for the holiday party. You're not too busy for whatever to happen. And when you're in trouble, you're darn sure not too busy for God. Like, why Why are we okay with saying, I'm too busy for the thing that's going to save my life? Right, and it's not like everyone else there doesn't have a job and a family and a home and a hobby or two and a thousand other places to be that week. Like... I think What's just, your priority here? Yeah, I was going to go with, I think it just shows your priorities. If Jesus isn't your top priority, you're not going to make time for the things that honor him and glorify him. You're not going to make time to praise him or pray to him or read your Bible or go to church. You're going to find the time to do all these other things that aren't glorifying to him. And while you can honor God in all that you do, if it's not your top priority, you're not going to. You're going to be very bad at it. Yeah. So not to dog on all the people that don't go to church, but truly like... If you love Jesus, like, you should just be there. Like, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where that's where it starts. While, like, I was introduced to Jesus, like, in the home. I And I learned so much from my parents. Like, not just them teaching into me, but, like, how they lived their lives and the things that they did. Like, I learned service at church. I learned discipline and not, like, don't do that. I mean, like, being disciplined to read my Bible, to pray. I learned that at church. I learned community at church. I learned fellowship at church. I learned songs and praises and worship by being among a body of believers. And there have been plenty of opportunities for me to let hypocrites keep me from church. There have been plenty of opportunities for I'm too busy, I'm too tired, I'm too bad, or sometimes I'm too good (laughs) to, to be in this place and that didn't get in my way, didn't get in any of these two other ladies' way, like... Don't let other people's problems be the thing that keeps you from church. Mm-hmm. And if you're stuck wondering, like, yeah, these are all the reasons why I don't want to go to church, but why should I? We have done a whole episode on that, the importance of church and, like, why why you should go to church. We can talk all day about why people don't want to, but if you want to hear us talk about why you should, go listen to that episode because it is very insightful and not just a, you should do it because God tells you to. It gives very practical reasons as to like why it's good for you. Yeah, I looked up the statistic today and it's like 57% of Generation Z, which would be Allison and Michaela, <laughs> say that like church is a good idea in theory, but I don't need to go. <laughs> and it's 
49% of millennials, which I think is technically me. Messy. Uh, shut up. <laughs> are saying the same thing, that church is a good idea, but I don't need to go. Like, we are seeing each generation say that church is a wonderful idea, but not a good actual practice. Like, people aren't doing it. And so... Ugh, that just makes me so sad. I can't even picture what my life would be like outside of all the things that I've done and experienced in church and because of church. Yeah, and it... Just go to church, y'all. Yeah. Don't be one of the haters. I love to hate, but I'm not going to hate on church. Um, and don't let the haters get you down. Like uh, but, All over again. But back again. <laughs> <laughs> so, if we haven't just, you know, rambled or repeated ourselves multiple, multiple times, um, we really, like... We love the church, and we want we want to hear and see that everybody is going to it, and they're getting fed, and they're getting blessed by it the same way that we have, and hopefully we have been able to clear up some of the misconceptions or some of the things that you've heard, or maybe even some of the very reasons that you have said of why you're not being in church, and just know that like God's love is so much bigger than that, and God's church wants more for you than what your hurtful experience has been. Um, Honestly, we could have a whole episode on church hurt that's a lot more like in-depth than what these things mm-hmm. are. But go to church, be in church, be blessed by it. Um, if you guys have any questions, we'd love to hear from you. Um, if not, this is going to be the end of this week's episode. Uh, we love you guys, and we'll see you back next week. And Merry Christmas! Bye! Merry Christmas! <laughs>